intro. Ladies and gentlemen, this is podcast number 11, and I'm going to be basically talking about self-defense. There was a there was an incident that happened in Fargo not too long ago, and I want to I want to talk about it. I want to talk about how much it scares me, and it's actually really sad. So I'm not gonna bicker that much in this intro. So let's just get into it. Let's cue that music. Um, welcome uh, to the whatever. <laughs> the Ride or Die podcast. Yeah. Say it. The Ride or Die podcast. Podcast time. So I'm going to talk about self-defense and why it's good for you. Uh, so the other day, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be the other week. It's, it's such a crazy, sad story. Uh, at 7 in the morning, a 14-year-old female was found behind Party City in Fargo. That's like right next to Target, right on one of the main streets. And she was stabbed. A bunch of times, unconscious and whatnot, and they ended up uh, finding this 24-year-old man that did it. And that's just, oh, that scares me so much. So I'm going to talk about, uh, kind of like about two things, like uh, when you go out and do stuff, either by yourself or hopefully with friends, uh, what what you should have, what, what, what you should know and what you should do. And then I'm going to go in on how, uh, what am I thinking, why martial uh Martial arts and self-defense is so important. So how, how, how could this girl uh, plan it? Like, I don't know the situation. I don't know why she was there. I don't know why they interacted. It could be beyond all things like this. I don't know. Don't know. And I just, I just want to learn from it. And I just want to be able to talk and hopefully someone else learns from it. Uh, one main thing I would say, like when you're going places, uh, always travel with a friend. Always. Uh, that's, that's one big thing. Most people won't confront someone by them, uh, will more likely confront someone that's by themselves. But if you're with a friend or two, odds are, odds are that's not going to happen. Like this is a scary world, a very scary world and bad things happen. Bad things happen a lot. And it's sad when I hear something like a 14 year old got stabbed behind party city in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, it was like eight times she was stabbed and I'm just thankful she's alive. Yeah, always, always travel, always travel with friends. Uh, know your surroundings. Like when you like, I don't know. Like this situation is so weird. Like, who would? What is? It's Park City. It's Party City. It's Fargo. This stuff doesn't happen. It's not downtown. It's Thirteenth Avenue. And but when you go out, like, like know your surroundings. You know, don't don't go down alleys. Don't uh don't go into buildings that uh you found suspicious. Like if you feel something's wrong, something's probably wrong, right? Uh, beware of other people. Like I don't trust people. Like I've had arguments with uh, past people in my life and people in my life that I'm like, Hey, like when you do stuff, I, like, I don't trust people. I don't trust them. Like you don't know other people's intentions. And that's, that's a really scary thing about this life. You don't know what these other people, you can't read minds. If you could read minds, like, man, I'd, pff, life would be actually probably more frustrating if you could actually read minds, to be honest. Yeah. But be, you're aware of other people. Even when I go to the gym, I can always sense like certain people don't like me or I'll talk and they'll bicker or something like this and like, <clears throat> and like walk away. It's like, whatever. Like, I don't care. But it's like, I, I know 
certain people don't like me by their reactions to when I speak or when I walk in a room, you know, if they look away or whatever, uh, concealed carry. This one's a, this one's big for me because I could tell you, Hey, learn martial arts, but what's going to be more effective in the short term, short term martial arts takes a long time, especially something like I'm going to talk about is jujitsu. Uh, it takes years and years to develop and tone your art and just tighten up your game. It takes a long time. Even to this day, it's, I'm still working on it. But if you give me three hours, I would say I could teach you how to shoot a gun, reload it, clean it, and properly uh, and safely use it before I can even get you to get a grasp on jujitsu. So I, I encourage everybody to get their concealed weapons permit, uh, go to the gun range, rent a pistol, ask questions, shoot ammo. Uh, just, just try it. It's, it's worth your time. It's worth everybody's time to know how to, uh, handle a gun, manipulate a gun and how to use a gun and get that fear. And it's get that fear out of you that it's, 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 it's a weapon. It's a tool. It's a tool for safety. That's the way I look at it. I carry every day, everywhere I go, I carry, if it's uh, not on me, it's in my vehicle. If it's, if I'm in the house, it's readily available. Like, yeah, some people are like Matthew, that's kind of unnecessary. I'm like, is it though? Is it though? I don't ever want to use my gun, especially on somebody. I that that thought scares me. But I am happy I know how to use it. I'm happy that I, I trained to carry it. I've taken classes, I've taken training courses and I'm just like, I want to be a responsible gun owner. And I think I am. And I've, I've had my mistakes and did stuff, you know, my early days of, uh, learning, but it's, a uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's something I think everybody should try. And I, I just want everybody to be safe. And, uh, 80%, I could, these stats, I could be way wrong, but the threat of someone with a gun for self-defense, uh, this, oh, what's the word I'm looking, uh, it, uh, subdues the, like most people run away from the possible victim. It's like, it's like 70, 80%. It's crazy. All they have to do is show it and point it out. And odds are they're going to be, uh, they're going to be out of a jam. And if they'd ever have to use it, well, at least you have it. Right. I know some people carry knives and whatnot, but a knife, yeah, maybe, but uh, it's not going to stop. It's, if someone's determined, a, a knife ain't going to really stop them, right? You can cut them up and they can still still attack you. But if you have a if you have a hand weapon like a, a pistol, like a Glock or a Sig, and you point that at them, that brings fear into people's eyes. It's media and media and Hollywood has taught people to be fearful of it. And you should be, I, I, I never want to be in the position to have a gun pointed at me. I never want to point my gun at me because it scares me. Just the thought of it scares me. Uh, so yeah, go, go to your local gun store or gun shop or gun range and ask questions, go learn how to shoot. I know, uh, I know this gal and she's a realtor in the Wisconsin, um, Minnesota side of the state. And, uh, there's a lot of horror stories about realtors showing houses and bad things happen to them. So she started caring and I'm so proud of her. She, she, she joined a gun club and I'm just like, woohoo. Yeah. Learn how to shoot, learn how to defend yourself. Just protect your life. Just it's, but I would say the easiest thing you can do is get an Apple watch. So I got my Apple watch right here. 
And if you, I, I don't know if you're going to be able to see it, but if you hold the side button and you click it, it's going to, it'll uh, call emergency services. It'll take five seconds. And all you have to do is hold it for five seconds or swipe. And once you're, uh, once the contacts is 911, your phone will be talking to you and blah, this, blah, this. And I believe they'll actually get your location too. And the nice thing about it, once you get hung up with 911, it notifies everybody in your emergency contacts that you, uh, you had an emergency. So like I say, your parents or your sister, significant other, they if they're in your emergency contacts as your phone, they'll get notified. And that's why I can't wait. I want to get my daughter, uh, Apple watch or something. I don't know, uh, if they make stuff like that for kids, but I thought that was such a good, a good program on these, uh, Apple watches that you just click there and hold it for five seconds. I think five seconds is actually a long time in the midst of everything, but if you can hold it, swipe and it calls nine one one, man, you're, you're actually in a way better situation. So that's, that's like a little, I think I might do a podcast on just about self-defense, you know, take a little bit longer than five, eight minutes of how long I've been talking about it. Uh, but let's talk about what are the qualities of actually going to a jujitsu gym or MMA gym or a Muay Thai gym. And like, what's, what's the qualities, what's going to happen to you as a person if you go do this, just let's say for six months or maybe a year, uh, number one, it's going to build your confidence. There's something about punching stuff or choking somebody or defending a choke or slipping a punch. It's a, uh, it's exciting, right? It gets you in that mindset that, uh, gets you in that mindset that you, you can handle yourself. And of course you're working out. So you gain your, I think I talked about this last podcast. What is it? What is it called? when you work out and your brain creates a chemical dopamine. I don't know. I'm horrible with words and I want to say that's right. Is it right? I could look it up right now, but I'm sure whoever's listening, I don't get that many views. So whoever's listening, if you want to throw it in the comments, like what I'm trying to think of, that'd be awesome. But you get a workout, right? Uh, let's say you're pigeon toed or you're, you're clumsy and you're, you're not, not good at walking. Like you trip a lot and whatnot. It improves your balance. Uh, not so much jujitsu, but like Muay Thai and boxing, there is a lot of footwork that they teach you. And that's a, that's a good, that's a good aspect in itself. Be able to move appropriately when someone engages you, uh, is very important because it, it allows you to, uh, know your surroundings. It allows you to uh, know your distance and distance is a big thing. Um, I know when, if you're watching YouTube right now, like if when people like I've been in plenty of situations and I used to bartend and I used to be an idiot too, when I've, I've gotten some fights, uh, back when I was younger, um, but I remember, uh, this guy, you know, he's, uh, he's being pretty aggressive towards me. And I remember I listened to boss Rutan one time. Uh, he always said, keep your hands up, hands up by your face. And the point of that is this does not look when your hands are up on your face, kind of, you're like, a you know, raise your hands. Like if the cop said, Hey, put your hands up kind of thing. Cause you show your hands, uh, it shows a, a submissive, uh, it shows a non-progressive person. Like you cross your arm. That looks very, uh, aggressive, but if your hands are up like this, it doesn't look aggressive. But the nice thing about this, you got your hands next to your face. If someone would swing and that's what happened, this guy swung at me and my hands are already up and ended up taking them down and throwing them out of the bar or whatever. But yeah, don't, 
don't look aggressive, you know, especially if you're like downtown Fargo or whatever this, people like to puff their chest up, cross their arms or whatever. And it's just stupid ridiculousness. But yeah, when if something happens, Hey, no dude, we're good. Just show respect and whatnot. And that way you can, uh, you know, slow down the aggression and just chill and look out. But me doing this, it also gives me time to, uh, check where they're at, you know, what's my distance and what do I need to do with my feet? And after a while, it's just gonna be muscle memory. And it's, it's crazy. It's a, it's something, uh, when I started moving my feet and dodging punches, cause I used to fight MMA and sparring and stuff. It's so exciting when you slip a punch, turn the corner and attack with a combo. It's so exciting. It's the, we remember the first time we did that and I'm like, wow, I think I actually learned something. <laughs> I learned something and I just watch YouTube videos. Like I don't go to many boxing classes. I don't get to train that much. So when like I'm at work and stuff, I'm just watching YouTube. That's basically all I'm doing to learn, learn really. And I watch it over and over and over and over and over until it's in my ingrained in my head. So when I actually get to the gym, I'm already thinking about it. Like it's, it's cool. Uh, so other thing that uh, a jiu-jitsu game, it will give you self-discipline. Um, I think self-discipline is an aspect everybody should have in their lives. Uh, I'm, I think I have self-discipline. I have a little bit of self-discipline, especially with everything that's going on in my life. I just, uh, it's so important. Just like make, you know, little habits instead of like, instead of the best thing about self-discipline is like self-discipline is like, um, trying to get your goals done, doing little chores here and there. And, I just read, uh, why did you listen to it? But as a uh, atomic habits and the whole idea is he's, he's like, he's like, okay, here's your goal from right here to here. It's everything you do. It's all the little things you do to reach his goal. Let's just say, uh, well, let's make the bed every morning. So every morning, you know, get up and make the bed, but, uh, then, you know, clean up here, clean up there. But it's a small thing is like, let's say your, your dishes or whatever it, Instead of uh, putting them in the sink and letting the sink build up, put them in the dishwasher. It's just little things to change your habits. Uh, you know, shutting the TV off or putting something out where you see it so you know where you got to do it. Uh, self-discipline is, it, it can be difficult. It can be very difficult to do. But like I said, it's way easier if you start slow and get big. Yep. Yeah. Uh, martial arts. Self-defense will help your physique, right? Especially kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai. You know, you're exhausting yourself. You're sweating. You're burning calories. And afterwards, once you start seeing your body form the way you want it to form, your self-confidence just rises up. You know, if you physically look good, most likely you're going to feel good and your confidence builds up. And that's the one thing I like. I think uh, like jiu-jitsu has, I'm 35 years old and it's kept me in really good shape. Like, I'm in pain all the time. I feel like, cause I, I try to go m- harder than I should, especially when I have injuries. And I always have injuries, always, always have injuries. I always gain massages and chiropractor, but Hey, support local businesses, right? It's uh yeah, but I, I love that. It's always kept me in shape. I remember the worst feeling I've ever had when I was in my early twenties. Actually, I think I was 20 actually. Uh, you know, I graduated high school, two years before. And, uh, 
I, all I did was drink. All, we, I moved to Fargo and I got a party house and we had parties three days every weekend and the parties were ridiculous. They were, I remember mm, one Halloween, they counted like, it was over like 70 people walk out the front door when the cops, when the cops showed up. And I went back home and I was sitting in the hot tub at the local rec center and one of my school classmates that I graduated high school with looked at me and he goes, and this wall would stick with me every time I, I feel like I'm, I'm gaining weight or whatever. And he looked at me and he goes, Matthew, I go, what's up, man? And he goes, you really let yourself go. And I was like, oh man, I'm so glad he was honest with me because I did. I let myself go horribly. I, I looked, I had a beer gut. I was 20 years old. You know, my, my body was just, you know, my testosterone levels were sort of through the roof. I had all kinds of energy, but I was in such a bad habit of eating and drinking and doing that all the time where I let myself go. How disgusting is that? Uh, that that's, we can go back to self, this, uh, discipline, self-discipline. Watch what you eat. You know, if, you, if you're, you're, you're mad, I know people angry, eat, sad, eat, depressed, eat, or eat to cope with stuff. Don't do it. It's, it's not, it's not worth your time. I, I've been, uh, in the last two weeks, I haven't been out to eat. No, I've been out to eat once with a friend and uh, my buddy Ben, me, my buddy Ben, uh, we usually get a beer and a burger every time I come through. And uh, that's the, that's really the only time I went out with any friends. Like I, I just cook at home. I start eating protein. I work out every day. So I'm just feeding my body what my body needs. Vitamins, testosterone tablets, daily vitamins. It's so annoying, but I need it. I need it because I want, I want this physique that I have. I need it because I want to be as young as I can for as long as I can. And I can't do that if I'm just gaining weight, eating like shit, and just living off my emotions. Uh, so I already talked about this in the prior uh, about your, your self-defense uh, little aspect before, but uh, street awareness. Street awareness is okay. So... When I was, I went to Brazil, my buddy, actually Tim, this guy over here, uh, he had a fight in the UFC in Brazil and ballet, Brazil, ballet, Brazil. And I told him if I ever, if he gets me tickets to the fight, I'll find my way down to Brazil. And I did me and my brother went and it was not a welcoming situation. Uh, people spit at us, people yelled at us on the beach and, uh, that was just in Rio. And I did go do jujitsu. When I went to jujitsu, everybody, everywhere was cool and complimented and talked to me and talked to me in Portuguese. And I was like, no, no, no. And then they would talk to me in English. They're, all those guys are super smart. But there was one instant when I was in Belay and Belay at the time was in the top 10 murder capital cities of the world. And I screwed up on my reservations and I go there and like, no, you know, they looked at me like, Hey, your reservations are for next week. And we're, we're full. We have no rooms. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? And I was like, all right. And they looked at me like, Hey, you know what? We're going to, there's a hotel down the street about a block and a half. We're going to call them and see if they have any rooms. I'm like, okay. So they call them like good news. They have a room for you. And like, all right. And my brother's like, Oh, just block half down that way. And like, all right, Max is like, well, let's get walking. And then when we started walking, like, Oh no, 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 no. You can't walk. We'll get you a taxi. And I looked at my brother. I'm like, why would they do that? Why, why would they do that? And it was kind of terrifying, right? They wouldn't let us walk. And then my, my coach was down there 
And they, you know, people would tell them, okay, three blocks down this way, no go. You know, three, four blocks that way, no go. Two blocks that way, no go. And, you know, they were telling like, hey, stay, just stay in this area. Even when we were in Rio, we'd be taking pictures. And I remember this little old lady came to me and grabbed my hand and pulled it down. And she's like, put, put your phone away, put your phone away. And that's because people get robbed. Brazil's a dangerous place. And I did, I, you don't realize that until you go there. And when we were in Belay, we got to the, got to the fights and I looked at Max and I'm like, okay, after these fight, after, after Tim fights, we're leaving. We're not staying here because there's people in the crowd. Like you'd look at them like on Snapchat or taking videos and looking at their face and they turn the camera and all of a sudden I'd be in there. I'd be in their camera. And that was terrifying. That was horribly terrifying. So once the fights got over, uh, we used Uber and I suggest when you guys travel, always use Uber because you can get people, you see their, see their ratings and how many drives they've done. And I'd always pick the ones that had the most pickups. You know, you get one that has like three or four pickups. It's like, no, I don't know this dude, but I wouldn't always do it with the one. Cause that, you know, they're kind of like a career, you know, Uber driver and we're standing there waiting and this car pulls up and he goes, Matthew, I go, yeah. He goes, Oh, come on in, come on in. I'm like, okay. You know, Max and our Uber's here. And I looked at my phone and the phone showed that, uh, my Uber was still two blocks away. And I looked at my phone and I said, Maxon, no, come here. And I was like, no dude, no dude. And he's like, ah, come in, come in. And I was like, no dude, uh, you're not my driver. See ya. And all of a sudden, like three minutes later, my Uber showed up and that was terrifying to me. Cause I don't know how that dude know my, knew my name. I still this day, like I, I constantly think to myself, Maybe I just thought he said my name, but I heard the guy said, Matthew. And I, you know, looked at me, goes, Matthew. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I thought it was my Uber and it, it wasn't, uh, I am so glad I didn't get in that vehicle. I'm so glad I was smart enough to recheck my, uh, my Uber app. And that's, that's street awareness, right? I, I was, I was in a shitty place in the world at a dangerous city in the world. And my, my head was always on a swivel, just looking back and forth because I didn't trust anybody. And it's, I'm glad I had that experience, but that whole time there, I had the worst anxiety. All I did was miss my kid and it was, it was terrifying. So street awareness is big. And that goes back to that, that little girl that got hurt. If she understood the situation was in, she, you know, she could have ran away or whatever. And, uh, street racing, street, street awareness is a very big deal. If you travel by yourself or with friends or whatever self-respect. Uh, how do you earn self-respect? Well, you earn self-respect by doing stuff. You earn self-respect by having goals and accomplishing the goals. Even like me, I do, you know, I do some painting and jujitsu and like, and, uh, uh, my Cerakote business is podcast. Uh, I got so much respect for myself that I could continue doing it. It's, it's hard. Like today I, I wasted, I, I was, I'm going to work tomorrow. So actually I'm going to work today. So I dinked around all day long, just trying to get out of me sitting down and doing this. So finally I, I, I went and picked up, I went and picked up, I went and vacuumed and cleaned up all my stuff and put some clothes in the, the washer. And I, I, once I started moving around and stopped being a pile, I had motivation to do it so that I'm so happy with myself. I respect myself so much that I believe in myself that I could continue doing this and continue making a journal for my daughter so she can, she actually started following me on uh, YouTube. So that's, that's cool, right? That's the whole point. So my daughter, daughter sees like, Hey, let's, let's do stuff. Right. Uh, let's see here. 
fighter's reflex. What is fighter's reflex? Uh, a fighter's reflex is a natural thing fighters do in situations, like especially like sparring or jujitsu or whatever. Like what I was telling you, like this is this is when I said put your hands up by your head when you're in a confrontation with somebody. That's a fighter reflex, right? Right away, like I'm already blocking my face, and it's it's important. It's important to have know your body and to know uh, what it can do and know it, how it's naturally going to react when someone does stuff. A big thing you can tell when people are not fighters or have never been in a fights, when people are punching them, they either turn their back or they put their hands straight out. And those are two big no-nos in, in stand-up fighting and even ground, gra- ground grappling. You don't do that. You, don't, you, don't, you, you just don't. And uh, yeah, fighter's reflex is, is super cool. And it's, it's something I'm proud I have. I, I've been, like I said, I've been in situations where things happen. I, I naturally go to what I do when I, when I train, when I spar, it's, it's wonderful. I think that's, that's one of the cool things It's my body just knows what to do all of a sudden. It's so cool. Uh, martial arts will help your goals. I don't know if I started this, like this whole list is about basing martial arts, learn martial arts. Uh, it helps you set your goals because once you start, so like in jujitsu over here, we, we got these little things called stripes on our belts. A belt is a rank, a belt is a promotion, but these, these little stripes are promotions too. But when things happen, like let's say you get your first submission to me, that's a promotion. You just promote yourself to know what the hell you're doing. Or when you block a punch and slip, you just promoted yourself. You're learning. Learning, in my book, is promotion. You're promoting yourself. Uh, so you're actually making goals, not even thinking about it. Like, I have goals, of course, get my brown belt, get my black belt, and continue on jiu-jitsu for the rest of my life, and hopefully find someone in my life to actually enjoy that with me. I think that's that's one of my big goals, is find somebody that will continue to do martial arts with me and motivate me and I can motivate them and I can get my daughter into it. That's, that'd be the dream. Uh, but yeah, it helps, it helps set goals. And it's like, once you, let's say you're busy at home, busy and you need a break. Martial arts is perfect because you exhaust yourself, you challenge yourself and you lose track on what's going on in the world. Nothing matters when you're trying to defend yourself, nothing matters when you're trying to spar and not get hit. Actually, let me say that only one thing matters when you're training jujitsu. There's only one thing matters when you're sparring. There's only one thing matters when you're grappling. And that's your, that's yourself. You're only worried about yourself because you don't want to get hurt and you want to learn. You want to, you want that struggle. Struggle is so important. Uh, but the most important thing I've ever got from martial arts is the people in my life. So, yeah, I, a couple of weeks ago, or I had a podcast, like me and the girlfriend broke up, so ex-girlfriend. And I had a, I have a big family, and not a, not a lot of them contacted me. I sent a big text out saying, hey, blah, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. But only the people from my gym... That con- that basically contacted me to see if I was all right. Uh, my buddy Ben, Katie, uh, Alan, and the people actually around the world. I have a, a buddy in Australia, Adam Jones, and he just did a quick message on Instagram like, hey, bro, hope you're okay. You know, then he reminded me that my daughter's my, my number one 
girl in my life. And it was so cool. Like this dude from Australia, we've only, we've met each other in Thailand and we only knew each other. You know, we, we had like seven days with each other. Guy's super cool, tall, goofy, likes big one, a two. He's my kind of people. And then I know this guy that I also met in Thailand. He's actually an English teacher in China. He messaged me and he said, Hey man, hope you're all right. Uh, he, he, uh, sent me a, a PDF of a book he wanted me to read. So I'm going to try to sit down and read that. But, uh, that's so cool. Like all these people around the world that I barely know, barely know. I just know them. I got to know them for the seven days. I had that seminar in Thailand and it kind of has a life lasting friendship. It's so cool. Like I don't get that with anything else. That's why martial arts is so cool. Cause it, it breaks people down to their basics. And once you're at your basic, when you're your basic person, people know who you are. You are naturally who you are. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have this ego. You are who you are. And that's why I got friends all around the world because of martial arts. But the biggest one was my buddy, Alan. Alan is a, he's a jazz teacher. Uh, super cool guy. I've talked to him about it before. He's actually been in Thailand doing uh, Muay Thai and stuff. And uh, every once in a while, he's actually uh, done jiu-jitsu with me. And I haven't seen him in a while. And he was at the gym when I went to jiu-jitsu. And he's sitting there. So I went, went and said, you know, shook his hand, gave him a hug. And, you know, hey, brother, how's it going? And he looked at me with the most genuine eyes I've ever seen in my life. He looked at me and he goes, how are you doing? And I looked, I, I, I remember his face because it was genuine he was worried about me and i looked at him I'm like hey helen i'm good man and he goes are you sure and he goes yeah man i'm good and he goes man i've been thinking about you for a long time now uh i just and you know our conversation and it was so man it, it felt so good that all these people in my life that mean the world to me i got from jujitsu and I can thank my coach Dylan. I can thank my coach Joe. I can thank my one of my best friends, Chris Steele, for continue continuing me on this journey. My buddy Chris Steele got me into it 11, 12 years ago, and I can't thank him enough. And uh big big shout out to the ACA. I actually got their shirt on right here. Boo! Uh everybody there is great. I love them all. Everybody's nice. Of course, you know, I'm, I don't get along with everybody. I try to. Uh, I just, the people I feel like that don't like me, I just kind of stay away from. And I'm just, I don't want to be that guy. But yeah, I, I'm so grateful for the Academy of Combat Arts, for the people I know, for them pushing me, from them bringing all these people in my life, and from them, for them always being there. Even my coach Joe the other day, not my coach Joe, my coach Dylan, he came in, I saw, and he looked at me, and he came up and he goes, how you doing? You know, it's it kind of the same effect with Alan. You know, he just looked at me, and he's like, hey, man, how are you doing? And he gave me a little knuckle bump, and I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. And he goes, all right, and then we had a little conversation about what's going on uh, with Jim and whatnot, and uh, it feels good. It feels good because everybody I know that's come from martial arts are genuine good people, and this is why I always try to tell people, go join a gym. Who cares about lifting and all that stuff. That's good. But learn how to defend yourself. Learn how to learn, learn what your body does. Learn, learn to love yourself, right? There's no greater love for yourself than taking care of yourself and taking care of yourself is eating, training, teaching, teaching your body, teaching your mind. And you can, you can get all that in that at a gym, at a martial arts gym. You know, Fargo has uh, Academy Combat Arts at a judo place. There's Fargo BJJ. And I can't say anything about the other ones, but I can tell you the ACA is one of the greatest places I've ever been. And it has some of the greatest people I will ever know. So 
all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you want to get a hold of me, there's a, you can comment on, you know, the YouTube page or whatever. You can um, message me at uh, the Ride or Die podcast on Instagram. You can email the Ride or Die podcast at Gmail. Oh, I think that's it. Uh, train hard, do good, be kind. Peace, y'all.